Hey y'all, you're listening to The Coffee Shop, and I'm your host, Lindsay Acosta. If you know me, then you know that I love coffee, and The Coffee Shop is where I've had some of my favorite and hardest conversations. I've laughed, cried, mourned, and rejoiced with friends as we sat across from one another, a coffee between us. So I hope you'll pull up a chair to my table and have conversations with me as I talk about all things Jesus related in hopes that it will equip, teach, and empower you in your walk with the Lord. Welcome to the coffee shop. All right, y'all, welcome back to the coffee shop. Today, y'all get a treat. You get to hear from my friend Marie, and she is going to be talking to us about waiting That's kind of the general um, theme of today's episode, but y'all are truly in for a treat. I have got to watch um, quite a bit of her more recent um, story play out, and I've got to witness the just goodness and sovereignty of the Lord throughout her life um, over the last few years, and I'm really excited for her to share some of her story with you guys and to share what the Lord has um, laid on her heart. And um, it's going to be, it's going to be a great um, episode. Well, thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here. This is very different than what I'm used to, but I'm excited for what can come out of this for sure. And like you mentioned, I'm here today to talk about waiting. I just have found myself in this season of waiting And I'm trying to figure out what's God's purpose and all of that. So it's had me thinking. And for sure, I'll start by saying our society that we live in is not a society that is set up for waiting. No, not at all. (laughs) It's very much microwave, uh, microwave society. You know, I want it now. I want it this way. You know, want it tailor made to you right now. And that's just about it, which is counterintuitive to what we're seeing biblically. Um, not to say that there hasn't been instances where um, waiting has come up. So one famous example would be Abraham, right? Yeah. We yeah. all kind of know that story, no matter what our background is. So unfortunately, when we don't wait it can end in disastrous results we don't wait on god we want because we want it our way we can typically we'll hand something over to god and it's like here you go god i'm, I'm gonna leave it in your hands and you it's not in your timeline or your time frame that you have in your mind and then it's like okay i'm gonna take it on back now yeah. <laughs> and then it blows up which abraham clearly witnessed he listened to his wife sarah and said, you know, yeah, well, you know, God told you he was going to bless you with this, but let's take matters into our own hands. You can uh, be with my servant and uh, get a child that way. And that caused so much um, conflict in their relationship, in the the life of the child. Now he's having to be separated from his child. But then we see it again with Saul, King Saul, when Samuel gave him very specific instructions. Yes, yes. Yeah, so sometimes in the waiting, it can be very quiet. But in this particular case, he got very specific instructions. But even then, the waiting was unbearable. 
Because a lot of times you're waiting, but you don't have direction. Yeah. And you want the direction. You think that if you get the directions, that will help with the waiting because you know what the end goal is. Mm -hmm. It's hard with us as human beings when we serve the Lord that he sees the end from the beginning and he already knows how it all plays out, the trust in that. But then in these other instances, okay, we're, we're, we're human. It's very, there's a cutoff there. So yes, in the instance with King Saul, he had the, he had the directions. He still was impatient and yeah. he, he paid for it. Yeah. It shows that um, our humanity can sometimes just be too great for um, our standard of holiness. Like we so desperately mm. think I could totally wait all of this time if I knew what was happening behind the scenes. Right. But I think that if we actually knew what was happening, it would scare us to death. We would <laughs> not. We'd be like, nope. I'm out of here. Goodbye. Right. I'm not doing this. Um, yeah. And it, and it shows like, even though Saul had directions, very clear instructions, he still couldn't do it. He still just could not wait on the Lord. And it is because our humanity is just designed to have this. I want it now mentality. Mm-hmm. It's our flesh. Yeah, for sure. It's our flesh for sure. Showing up. It's just unfortunate that he had to learn the hard way because he lost that relationship with God because of that. Yeah. And I think for me, what I'm learning is that God wants to work through me. He wants that relationship back because when we focus too much on the thing that we want, whatever it is, fill in the blank, we lose sight of who God is because now we've made an idol of whatever it is, that thing that we want so desperately. That's good. And we try to take matters into our own hands. We we might even make our own selves idols because we're like, I'm going to do it in my own strength. Yeah. And that's not what God wants for us at all. Right. He literally sent Jesus down the cross to cover all of that, to cover all our needs. And here we're saying like, oh, we got it. Yeah. I got it. I think I got to figure it out. Like, what are you saying? So you know better than our creator that's created all of cre- all of creation and it's it's just wild when you think of it that way um clearly i haven't learned my lesson because he's he's had to show me time and time again um that i still need work on waiting and it is a little bit of a control issue and that we could that could be like a whole other episode right. because it's really it's linked back to like childhood trauma and, and having things outside of my control so once that has happened, then it's like, well, whatever thing that I can get control of, I'm going to try to do that thing. But yes, he's had to work that through me several times. So for instance, the thing that comes directly to my mind is my broken uh, marriage. So I knew for a long time that it just wasn't working out anymore but it was still in God's timing before I could leave. Mm -hmm. And that was hard Yeah, because I had already like checked out of the relationship at that point. Once I realized, okay, this isn't working anymore, but I had to wait on dad's timing. And once I did, everything worked out without me having to put too much effort into it. Right. Yeah. I let God take the lead. So when I finally made the decision to get a divorce and then follow through with it 
now other questions came to play. Okay, well, what am I going to do for a living? Because I was part of a ministry and I loved it. It was amazing, but it wasn't going to be able to take care of myself alone, not to mention my two kids and my mom and at the time, you know, my brother. So it was, okay, what job do I get? Okay, I went back to teaching. And this is in the midst of COVID. Yeah, yeah. In the midst of COVID when things are shutting down and I'm having to do an interview through Zoom. Yeah. It's like this added fear, like on top of already being afraid of what's about to happen. Like, all right, let's throw this into the mix. Right. Like completely uncharted waters. Yeah. So, and it's, you know, just God's hands were completely all over it. So, and it, it's so crazy. So first of all, I had to keep it from my ex because even though we had talked about it before, he just wasn't on board for the whole divorce thing. So for I didn't want him to be suspicious about me right. interviewing for a new job. Like, what's that about? But I definitely um, got the process rolling for interviewing. I went to this one school. I thought I could only get a specific position because I hadn't, I let my certificate lapse. But come to find out, that wasn't the case. I could actually start as a full-time teacher. I just would have to get sub pay. But um, the principal that I met with, she kind of helped guide me along with that and said, hey, I'll get in contact with some other principals and see what openings there are. So that very same day, even though that particular interview didn't play out like I thought it would, I left that interview with another interview lined up for that same day. Yeah. So, and that's where the Zoom call took place and I landed the job right there. Yeah. So that first question out of the way, okay, boom, I got a job. Where am I going to live now? It's me, my mom, two kids and my brother, right? And I'm looking, I had been looking and nothing was yeah. really panning out. And, and I think at that time, the um, the market was just not good. I, I, I think mean, it was a so, pretty horror, yeah. <laughs> so bad now. It's but not yeah. changed much, but yeah, I yeah. remember it being like this really difficult, like I think it was even hard to find anything to even look at. Right, right. I'm like, we very, very little options. So. Yeah. And that was another way where God stepped in, in the waiting, even though I had been doing this searching for so long, like, okay, I'm ready to do this thing. Well, someone from the church finally said, hey, there's somewhere right down by the church. And sure enough, it had the right amount of rooms. It was like a good, um, good on the rent. So it yeah. worked out perfectly. So it's just, it goes to show that when you are patient and when you do wait and you allow God to be God and not put God in a box, yeah, uh, how he can show up for you. Yeah, for sure. So another thing with waiting, it, it makes you have to trust in God. I know we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier because, um, we don't want to get so caught up in these different idols that we create for ourselves or trust in our own abilities. But when that's all you have to rely on at the end of the day, it does make you have to trust in God yeah. and what he's capable of because he can turn what is seemingly impossible and, and make it possible. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I think too that 
when we get into the habit of making things idols, that's when he realizes he's going to have to pull the rug out from under us because we're not listening at that point. And that's happened to me all throughout my life because I just don't listen. Um, and I think that when he sees us making, you know, other things or making ourselves into these idols and putting them before the Lord, or even just trying to take control of situations, he throws something else in there to make us understand it's not going to happen by your might. It's only going to happen by my might and by my power. And I will work it out for you, but you're going to have to stop trying to control the situation mm. because there's so much that you don't see behind the scenes. Right. That's where this other things come to play. Having to listen and be being obedient, but yeah. we need to be in a position to be able to hear him. And I think what you just said also makes me think about the fact that for so long, I've only seen God as Lord. Yeah. I didn't see him as father. Mm. And that, once again, that could probably be a whole other right? episode. Yes. But that's because of a relationship, for one, that I had with my earthly father. Yeah. But for two, because I grew up in the Catholic church, I didn't get to have that personal relationship with God. I right. feel like until way later. And like, even though I felt like, you know, I've pretty much been in the church most of my lifetime. Um, but going through this waiting season, I feel like is what is it's bringing me to. Because now that I'm a parent, I can have that perspective. Well, as a parent, I want what's best for my kids, even if they can't understand. If I tell them, don't do whatever, fill in the blank. Right. They're just thinking, oh, mommy's just being mean. Right. But there's a reason and why I told you not to do this thing. So if we can think of it like that, then we can see how God looks at us. Because I, I think there's so many times where he's like up there just shaking his head. Like, I know I done told this girl. I know. <laughs> and he just kind of shakes his head. Sometimes he even might get a little kick out of it and laughs. But um, that's definitely changing my relationship with God because I need to start viewing him in that light and having that better understanding even when I can't understand what is the purpose why am I going yeah. through the season right now I can still pull that um from that even like I may not understand it might take a long time before I finally understand what was the purpose and all this right. but I can still hold on to that piece of it yeah um I do still find myself in a waiting season even though i have found that god has shown up for me in a lot of different ways it's it's almost it's gonna be funny to say this out loud but i feel like finding my church home was more of a struggle than getting out of that bad relationship that's so interesting because now that i'm, I'm just reflecting on it because i i like stability and i know that despite everything that i've been through that's been my anchor mm -hmm. so feeling like okay i'm like where am i i'm just kind of floating right now that was a big struggle and when you're in the waiting having a good support is vital right so to kind of just feel like you're just flapping in the wind kind of was not a good place to be in but even with that I feel like I finally found my church home. It took it took some work. It took some time for sure. Yeah. It took some just being like, okay, I'm going to check out this place and check out this place. And what yeah. are you speaking to me in this place? Is this right? Yeah. But now that I've settled, I've gotten confirmation after confirmation yeah. after confirmation. So now I can say, okay, I've done the right thing. 
and finding my church home. And that just goes with, sometimes we need to be still to hear God's voice and to hear his leading in the direction that he wants us to go to. And then yeah. if you're like me and you need like big bright lights and like speak in a firm voice, like let me not misconstrue what you're saying, God, let me make sure I'm hearing you loud and clear. Right. To have that confirmation is very, very reaffirming for sure. Um, it kind of gives you the strength to keep going right and to keep waiting right and i feel like he does that like when he can tell that we are just really struggling i i feel like when you're having to go through a longer wait time or like this this longer period of waiting he is so good about reminding us throughout that waiting time it might not feel like it but i am in control of this situation you don't know what's about to happen but i do and here's a really small confirmation or here's a reminder about the promises that you can stand firm on and know mm-hmm. that um, that I've got you. I know the number of hairs on your head. I take care of the sparrows. So why would I not take care of you? Right. What she said is so important. I think that's what helps me endure in the waiting. When you can take the time to reflect back on what he's already brought you through. Yeah. And it's like the song, do it again, do it again, Lord. You know, when you can reflect on that and, you know, be thankful, it puts your mind at ease. If he's done it before, he can do it again. Yeah. What do I have to be stressed about? What do I have to be worried about? Is this not the same God? Right. Yeah. He hasn't changed. That's good. He hasn't changed. And and it's it's a good reminder. It's something that's very encouraging to know that, like, you know, the God who was God then is still God now. He's going to be God in the future when I have to wait again. Because Lord knows <laughs> there's going to be lots of different time periods where you have to wait. Right. And that's what's so beautiful about it. Because I think that we so easily forget what he's done. Yeah. We forget that he hasn't changed. We get so wrapped up in what we presently see before us. And yeah. that's all we can see. That's the extent of what we can see. But it's beautiful because not only does he answer our prayer, but he goes he goes above and beyond that. He's an abundant God, like yes. a God of abundance. So just hang in there. Yeah. He's going to bless us with even more than we could have ever imagined. Yeah, for sure. That's for sure. Is that the end of your notes? I keep like my brain. No, you're doing really good. <laughs> I just, I was going to... Um, um wanted to naturally talk about what do we do in the waiting we kind of touched on that so that's good um lessons in the waiting yeah i think i'm talking about that too trusting lost my train of thought you're all good i will say this so why is waiting important? What's the purpose in it? Because sometimes, you know, of course, when you're in the midst of it, it's like, you can so easily go into woe is me. Yeah. I know I am very talented in that. <laughs> I am quick to like dig myself a ditch and just lay in there. Um, But I know for me, God, number one, he wants me to trust in him. And number two, I think. He wants me to appreciate my blessings. Oh, that's good. 
Yes, I have noticed when I have finally been blessed with whatever it is that I've been waiting on, I appreciate it so much more. And I wouldn't even think of myself as someone that's in general, like unappreciative. But man, I can like pinpoint the smallest of things and be like, man, God, like you're so good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And when you can have that type of mindset in the day to day, it makes it so much easier in the way. Yeah. It's like the next thing is. It's like a posture of your heart being like posturing your heart in gratitude and in thankfulness, like being able, like you said, to look at the everyday things and realize that they are blessings. They are answers to prayers that we probably weren't even praying about. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. praying about being able to eat every day. Like that is something that I get to do every day, probably too often. Um, (laughs) But it truly is a blessing from the Lord. Like it's something that I don't have to worry about. Like so many other people do. And it's something that, um, you know, I, take advantage of and, and don't always realize. And, and I think that's so true. Like learning to posture your heart in uh, gratitude and, and looking at those blessings and then realizing, and even like you said, looking back and thinking on the blessings that he's given us before and holding on to those while we're in the current wait period. Right. I've literally had to like write down gratitude lists sometimes. It's yeah. not just on thinking on it, but taking the time, write it down. And even when you are blessed, write that down. Yeah, that's So good. that when that next season of waiting comes, you can go back to that and reflect on it. Yeah. You won't be, because I don't have the best memory. I'll just <laughs> say that. But then I can look back. It's right there. I haven't dated. Oh my gosh, look what he did for me yeah. on this date. So if he can do that, he can. There's countless things he can do. I right. have so much to be thankful for. Yeah. Why am I so wrapped up in this one thing? Because what we don't want to do is get so wrapped up in this blessing, and we're making this an idol, and then we're more focused on that than the person that is giving us the blessing. Oh yeah, that's good. Then we've completely lost sight of where our attention should be. Thanks for listening to this week's episode on The Coffee Shop. I'd love to connect with you more on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See y'all next week.